Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Of radio. I suppose I should get my notes up. Not like it's going to help me understand what I watched, but wait, you have more than five notes for this one. <laughs> um, when the songs happen, I just said, "Oh, song." Don't know what's <laughs> yeah. happening. It's a metaphor. <laughs> Taste the apple. <laughs> but Menahan, how do you feel about the music industry? <laughs> <laughs> This movie's pretty pro music industry, right? Yeah, it seems to be. I mean, that's why it's got so much music in it. Did you guys watch that Japanese uh, one that How Did This Get Made did? <clears throat> uh, no, the one about the brothers or whatever. Oh my god, you absolutely need to watch that. <laughs> is it on Tubi? Yes. And what is it called again? Um, The Something Brothers, I don't remember. <laughs> Stardust. Stardust, Stardust brothers. brothers, yeah, okay, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. It's... Uh, <laughs> Something else. <laughs> it's not the one uh, Brent's always talking about. The uh... <laughs> it's Friday in California. Oh <laughs> no, I don't believe it's the same one. <laughs> I'll say the only Japanese one we've seen recently is uh, Wild Zero. Yeah, that's a pretty good one too. Oh, Indeed. it's so good. That's why it's one hundred percent Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, why are we talking about it? Was there like six reviews? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Fukuyama Gushida. Okay, yeah, it was a positive review. <laughs> Roger uh, Ebert. <laughs> Roger Ebert. <laughs> it says two, a thumbs up. I, I found a, a real uh, gold mine on Tubi. It was. Uh, blue, it was just like an hour of bloopers, but it was all from like old Hollywood movies. No. So it was pretty cool to see Humphrey Bogart being like, well, let me tell you something. God damn it, I forgot the fucking line. <laughs> and then scream a couple N-words. Then he just shit no, himself. No, actually, surprisingly. Surprisingly, no. But there was one where um, somebody just, like, crashed through the wall by mistake in the background. The woman just turned around. She was like, oh, was that for me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some old lady coming through the wall going, oh, yeah. <laughs> I wish that would have predated it. <laughs> no, it's pretty good. Edward G. Robinson uh, messing up a bunch too. So it was really funny. <laughs> okay, honestly, why do I have to say it like this? Is this some sort of Italian American stereotype? <laughs> 
Please take over. <laughs> <laughs> we are continuing sexy sing in September. Woo! How did he know our wedding vows? Steve, please take over. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Step aside, father. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, like wow. my father came to our wedding. Uh, isn't that what you call uh, oh, step no. aside priest? We had no slash vampire train. He was not a priest. Yeah, he was. We had a know. non-denominational. <laughs> possibly bigger pothead than brendan here (laughs) i'm not that big of a pothead (laughs) well no you've lost weight but you used to be bigger (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh boy. Speaking of dads. <laughs> With 1980s, the apple. Taste the apple. <laughs> yeah, is he breaking the song? Let's hear it. Oh my god. I dreamed about this song last uh, night. <laughs> Apparently it's just been playing in the back of my head. I want to take that chance. Do, Do the, the apple, apple dance. dance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's right. But babe, I don't know if you know this. We're not alone for this one. What? I know, my uh, my voice seemed a little crackly there at the beginning, uh, but that was actually Brendan from What Were They Thinking Podcast. <laughs> Welcome, Brendan. Doing a fucking pitch perfect impression. You're welcome. Um, guys, I had, to, I had to be on the... When you gave me... When you told me what you were doing this month, it's like, obviously, I got to be on the weird Canadian musical. How can I not? That's right. When are you guys going to talk about this on full screen? And country. And country. Probably never. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, is this not a Canadian movie? Or <laughs> I mean, I guess it is. But you know, once once you covered it, you covered it. <laughs> Actually, guys, I've got some news for you about uh, this movie and where it was made. But that's coming up later. <laughs> <gasps> I mean, technically, it is a Canadian film, though. Oh, is it? It was a financed and everything. Uh, yeah. Well, I think Can- Well, I mean, Moose Jaw. I mean, we'll talk about that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> No, but it it is. I believe it's like Canadian produced, Canadian writer, director, most of the cast, etc. Uh, well, yeah, me, yeah, true, yeah, Catherine. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into it. But babe, Steve, I don't know about you. Mm-hmm. I'm a little thirsty. I'm a little sober. Yeah, we'll see what we got. Uh, unfortunately, I looked. We don't have anything apple related for this one. Oh. Taste the apple, taste the apple. <laughs> but. From Ogden River Brewing, here in Ogden, Utah, we have Becker's Best American Pilsner. Yeah! American, like nobody in this movie. (laughs) Girl! Uh, A pale golden beer with a delicate white head, Becker's Best American Pilsner has soft aromas of bready malts, accompanied by subtle lager notes. The flavor is relatively neutral with a low tart bitterness and a touch of sweet malt tones. This is true crushable craft beer with a clean, crisp finish. All right. And uh, my top? Oh, his top. Nice. You going to read your uh, top ten there next, Casey? (laughs) (laughs) We have a caller, Brandon, from Moose Jaw, Canada. And he requested... (laughs) Moose Jaw, Canada. (laughs) He requested the poor. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Gosh, this is a crystal clear beverage yeah. it's a light straw color has a white foamy head kind of wow <laughs> uh the tiny bubbles the bubbles make me happy <laughs> mm, it smells really fresh you get just a hint of that uh green apple mm-hmm. yeah taste the apple <sighs> steve's Man. gone in for the sip yeah, that's a damn fine pilsner. Uh, mm-hmm. I, truth be told, I had this for the first time over the weekend when we were at Ogden River Brewing. Yep, and he may have had 40 ounces of it. At least. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Fantastic stuff. Yeah, nice mm. malt forward. Yeah, a little, yeah. little bit of that green apple, but like in just, a delightful just to way. round it out. Yeah. yeah. Easy drinking. Ah, uh, what are you drinking over there in Moose Jaw, Brendan? Uh, well, I am uh, downing a, a little number from a very indie uh, brewing company named PepsiCo. Oh. Uh, de- devouring some delicious uh, Pepsi. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, lots of tiny bubbles. Uh, <laughs> it's a very dark, uh, dark brown. 
Yeah, it's got the taste of uh, uh, corporate negligence to it. See, I wasn't a Pepsi drinker until I saw that Super Bowl commercial where Pepsi cured racism, and I was like, this is the drink for me. Yeah. (laughs) Does anybody remember that? Because I won't let you forget. You know what? Maybe we need to switch, babe. Oh, we drink Pepsi. I know. But <laughs> we don't drink Coke. Well, I drink Mountain Dew because I'm awesome as fuck. It's true. I was, mm. yeah, no, yeah, my, that, uh, that's our mixer of choice. Totally. My, yeah. my uncle was a Pepsi truck driver for like 40 years. I've awesome. told you about the carbonated milk at Fiasco. Oh yes. Brendan, did I so tell did... you about the carbonated milk? Uh, no. That it was so, a thing. That's the Fiasco. In like the late 90s, Pepsi decided they were going to try and make milk better and made carbonated milk. And it was awful. All right, right, guys. We lost a lot of money on this whole Crystal Pepsi shenanigans. What else you got? (laughs) Yeah. So it didn't sell. So all the Pepsi employees got to take home cases and cases. And my family was poor as fuck. So Uncle Robbie, shout out to Uncle Robbie, uh, gave us cases and cases and cases and cases of carbonated milk. Did somebody say my name? And I remember crying because I didn't want to drink the milk. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, like, I don't even like regular milk. I I can't imagine. I can't imagine that I would like carbonated milk. (laughs) I'm just imagining mixing it with, like, uh, Rice Krispies or whatever and making some sort of C4. That sounds awful. So did either of you guys try the... They had milk flavoring tabs try and make milk taste like like root beer or strawberry and you dropped them in no. and the alka seltzer fizzed no no okay i think this is the like poor person thing mm. i was next to i've the had like aisle. um i've had like the weird the, the the strawberry milk drink before yeah strawberry milk's <laughs> is delicious same, like, wait there's nothing yeah. weird about strawberry milk but, but all right on. so my mom went and got these like fizzy tabs because they were like really cheap at food so, max so your mom gave you alka seltzers to throw into your milk to throw in our fizzy oh, yeah. milk and it made it worse what <laughs> plop plop fizz fizz bleh. oh my god it was so bad i think we ended up donating it to a homeless shelter around thanksgiving oh you monsters <laughs> what are they gonna do with it besides vomit plop plop fizz fizz the fuck is this shiz i believe was their catchphrase so, moral of the story nobody out there needs to drink carbonated milk of course not I don't think anyone was uh, on the fence about that one. So. <laughs> and if you think, and if and if you're disappointed by that reaction to carbonated milk, you could stop listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> right? If you're like, "Damn, I missed out." Um, turn this off. We don't need you. <laughs> <laughs> but subscribe on Patreon.com/slash EILF Movies. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> who knows you may be getting carbonated milk in your next christmas present oh, oh shit or maybe just that the, would be the... maybe just the alka-seltzer to throw into it i don't know that would be the only time i would be motivated enough to actually return to sender <laughs> you're like and canceling patronage uh <laughs> and blocking on all social media <laughs> Oh god, they still yeah. make milk flavoring tablets. Well, I'm sure they do. Milk magic is Ugh. one of them. Cuz cuz milk isn't a flavor enough. Right? Yeah, I love the taste of viscous in the morning. Mhm. So the apple. Yeah. Taste the apple. From 1980, from writer director Menahem Golan. Was he Steve? Oh, I'm glad you asked. 
he did a ton of Iranian films in the 70s, but probably best known as one of the founders of Canon Film. Yeah! Uh, and it, he produced over 200 movies, but he also directed a few dozen, including <clears throat> this, uh, Enter the Ninja, Delta Force, and Babe, we've had him on the podcast before, for <gasps> Over the Top. Yeah! Uh, story <laughs> by Kobe and Iris Recht. Who are they? Excellent question. They did this, and that's it. And Iris plays Dominique in this movie. Who's Dominique? Oh! <laughs> Who's Dominique? Isn't Dominique the, um, Poppy and Peppy or whatever her real name? Pa- Pandy and Dandy? Pandy, Pandy and Dandy? Is that uh, Dandy's? I, I would assume their names are Pandy and Dandy, not Dominique, but I don't know. I feel like they called her something else, like, at the end, like, 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 <laughs> like oh. Dandy! Dandy! <laughs> yeah, okay, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Brendan, do you know who Dominique is in this movie? <laughs> uh, Dominique Swain, star of Face Off. No, I have no idea. Dominique Wilkins, third overall pick of 1983 NBA draft at the University of Georgia. Hall of Famer now. <laughs> Speaking of Hall of Famer, babe, we have a friend of the podcast in this movie. The theatrical debut of Miss Catherine Mary Stewart as BB. So glad she went on to do better things. But her co-star George Gilmore as Alfie. Ray <laughs> Shell as Shake. <laughs> and of course, diplomatic immunity himself, Joss Ackland as Mr. Tops. Mr. Tops. They call me Mr. Tops. Who looks like the most uncomfortable actor in a costume I've ever seen. (laughs) But we'll get to it. You mean discount Michael Caine? (laughs) (laughs) That's it. When you order Michael Caine off of which. He's like Michael Caine in the Third Reich or something. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. You can call me Alfie. So wait, wait. Wait, so you're saying he beat Reichel Kane? (laughs) 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 Guys, we're going to have plenty of zingers for this one. (laughs) Lots more Nazi jokes to come. Stay tuned. (laughs) Brendan, did you watch this on Tubi? I did, and this is actually the second time I've seen this movie. (gasps) When was the first time? Um, a certain other podcast did it, so I watched it so I could enjoy the, uh, the episode a little more, because I started listening to them talk about it, and I was like, this is fucking crazy, I have to watch this, <laughs> and then I did, and spoiler alert, it was fucking crazy. Um, but yes, I did watch it this time on Tubi, uh, very, uh, limited commercial interruption, I was pleased. Yeah, there was, like, what, what, like, 10, 15 minutes left in the movie, they came up for a couple, like, two that was it for us, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fantastic. So, so you took a little the... chance and did the apple dance? Uh, yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Babe, same. is this your first time watching this movie? Oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think we watched it around the same time. We also watched that uh, Electric Boogaloo, the rise and fall of canon films or we whatever. We watched it after and, we watched mm, that. Yeah. 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 Fantastic. Well, I won't bury the lead because I'm sure you're going to get into it at the end then. Oh, okay. About about when 
when you I was gonna say bits and bobs when you get into your uh, fun facts. when you get into when you get into your fun facts I'm sure you've got stuff about how Golan was not in a good place when this movie oh came yes out. yes okay yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not super fun but it's factual indeed it is a bits and bo- a bit and bob <laughs> it is a bit and bob yeah. Uh, so guys, we're starting off at the World Vision Festival or something. I, I couldn't quite tell what it was uh, saying on the wall. World Vision something. It was basically like American Idol. Bimfest. I think, guys, now correct me if I'm wrong, but I, it was hard to tell because I, it was very subtle and, and very understated. But I think Bim's on the way. Yeah, so... <laughs> Okay, so Brandon, we were, we were, you know, yes, the the first musical number that comes out, this big thing, there ain't no blank, there ain't no blank, mm-hmm. yeah, basically for like 10 things, and then it's, hey, 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 Bim's on the way, but we th- were trying to figure out what it was saying, because we forgot what Bim was, let's we be for- real. We forgot about Bim. Babe, uh. do you remember what you thought it was? I don't remember. Hey, 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 tits on a plane. <laughs> That's my wife, ladies uh, and gentlemen. That's what's And, and I, I couldn't tell her she was wrong. I said, <laughs> it's unlikely, but I cannot confirm nor deny. Was it really weird Sam Jackson spinoff, I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, he wouldn't, I don't think he would be frustrated with the amount of tits on the plane. I think he'd be like, hey, we got some motherfucking tits on this motherfucking plane! Only if he's, like, trying to land it or something. There's too many goddamn titties on this goddamn plane! (laughs) Get the titty! Get get your tits out of my cock, pit! But yeah, so uh, while this musical number is going on for what seems to be entirely too long, but it sets the mood for the movie. (laughs) Yeah, every song... Every song in this movie is like, holy shit, this is crazy. Oh, oh, we're still doing this? Okay. (laughs) Wow. We must really need to fill out 82 minutes. And then, like, after every song that's like, wow, this is crazy, the next song's like, here, hold my beer. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Uh, But we see the control room for this performance, and we, uh... We see the devil, I assume. Oh, wait, no, we find out later his name's Mr. Boogaloo or whatever. Uh, Boogaloo. Boogaloo? Boogaloo. Boogaloo. Yes. And uh, he's he's talking to what I have initially written down as Goldie Rod. Goldie uh, Rod. Ruby Rod's brother. Mm. And, Mm -hmm. uh, but, Mm -hmm. you know, it's Mr. Shake. And uh, Steve's favorite character in this, by the way. I mean. Every time he showed up on screen, it's like, oh, this motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) This, okay. Uh, uh, Brendan, how would you describe Mr. Shake? Um, well, he's very bedazzled. Oh, his teeth are bedazzled. <laughs> his teeth are bedazzled. His face is bedazzled. He, uh, his delivery it, it, for every line, it's as if every single time someone dared him to do it differently. <laughs> someone was <laughs> like, "Why don't you try this?" And he was like, "That's crazy." Okay. <laughs> yeah. Can you do it more over the top? <laughs> can i i yeah. i like the look the full body glitter look but can you be more flamboyant <laughs> i can try <laughs> maybe if i maybe if i do a little twist every time i talk or something yeah i don't know i mean i would be shocked if this movie wasn't like an iconic movie for the lgbt community right you wait you would i would be shocked, be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked if this was like an iconic movie for that for that community because it's very camp 
right? And yeah. it's very like over the top and it's very, very flamboyant. Yeah. Yeah, theatrical. But also it's you know, no one saw it. So. <laughs> it's 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 a cult classic, yeah. Mm. Um so yeah, uh, yeah, we're finding out. I, I guess Bim is a power of some sort, and uh, something about hey, the crowd's up to a hundred and fifty heartbeats. What was that? Heartbeats per minute in total. I don't. What? I feel like that's just I... like the scoring system is called heart, is heartbeats, <laughs> but they didn't really talk about it. <laughs> we can't say decibels. <laughs> I didn't know they were trademarked. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it, and and their hearts must be pounding fast because of all those snazzy gladiator S and M outfits, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's how everybody dressed in 1994. Don't you remember, Brendan? Futuristic world of 1994, <laughs> <laughs> when Bim ruled the earth. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> when they said 1994, I was like, eh, they weren't that far off. <laughs> Well, yeah, give or take 25 years. Yeah. But then, uh, so this performance, you know, they, they it runs its course. <laughs> and uh, yes. then we get our next performers, Alfie and Bibby, as they perform Universal Melody. Oh. And uh, it's basically like a Joni Mitchell, John Denver collaboration. But yep. Love is the universal melody. And I like how like people in the crowd are like, the hell is this shit boo like the, and then it slowly wins them over and i'm like what is winning them over the lyrics yeah <laughs> like, it, it's just and 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 the uh what's his face mr shake and um mr boogaloo uh or boogaloo, boogaloo, boogaloo are like fig- freaking out in the control booth because like they're up to 151 heartbeats and i'm like really the crowd is very quiet yeah the crowd is like almost asleep but also crying and they're like what's what's wrong with your eyes i i don't know i'm feeling something i'm like oh god well it's just a they're just they're just a couple of kids from moose jaw guys yeah and i'm like oh they're canadian that's why brandon wanted on this one got it yeah moose jaw saskatchewan yeah but i love how like you know like well we're 151 heartbeats quick get the red tape and they get this red cassette tape and just put it in and it has these like horrible like modem sounds or whatever and then everybody's like oh what the boo boo get off the stage well i was confused because i thought at first it was just that they were annoyed because they couldn't hear the music anymore and then they seem to just turn on the singers like it's it seems to almost it seems to also have a brainwashing effect on the on the crowd like they, they just because they seem to like just turn on it all of a sudden thinking that they're i, I don't know it was yeah, yeah it was they weird. were causing the feedback or something like yeah. yeah or the feedback causes them to think that this is a bad performance i mean which Maybe. it is but yeah. you know, right um I also uh, noted this is footage from the real audience when the Apple played, if the stories are to be believed. What the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and throwing stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, after the show, uh, we see uh, Mr. Boogalow. He's, uh, you know, walking by, talking to reporters and speaking to them in all native tongues, like German, Italian, French, all the stuff. Mm. He's, uh, he's a very well-spoken man of all, all I don't know. All countries of Europe, I guess. Right. 
And then, uh, and then one guy with the uh, was the Daily Post or whatever. He's like, "What do you have to say about rumors that the show is rigged?" And he's like, oh, "I'm sorry, what was your name, bitch?" <laughs> and then we see him later, and he gets fucking brainwashed. Yeah. So yeah, um, a, a rigged talent show. Who 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 would who could possibly imagine such a thing? Steve, certainly not a thing who that was exists. on a talent show. Or at least yes. a, a feat of strength show. Yeah, and definitely completely... was not produced by The Rock. <laughs> yeah, and they basically just kept filming it until she lost and yep. the white person won. Uh-huh. Say this again? Uh, one of my uh, co-workers was uh, kind of fucked over on the Titan Games. Okay. So They basically just yeah. kept filming it because she kept winning against the white girl until she didn't win against the white girl. And they were like, and well, like that's yep, the that's the last one. That's the last one. Yep, sorry. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's All right. television, baby. I mean, we watched like we did watch the season, and it definitely didn't look like an Aryan race breeding program. All the like <laughs> final competitors, it, and and once again produced by The Rock. Yeah, yeah, oh, it was like weird. Okay, blonde hair, blue eyed, The Rock. That's right. Yep. <laughs> Known, known for uh... <laughs> he was originally known as the Quartz, but uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh, enough of this uh, crappy little uh, talent show. Let's cut to an awards party. Wait, what? <laughs> and we meet. We we learn about the marketing genius of Ashley. <laughs> yeah, oh, yes. the pinball machine. I was in. <laughs> I take a pinball machine. And then uh, was it the, the oh, and bim- Ashley is a marks? dude. Oh, well, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a unisex name. I mean, everyone seems pretty gender fluid. I will say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is this is a very fluid movie. Absolutely. So I will have to say on, on the Ashley. So I have a cousin named Angela, and I had an old uh, like neighbor named Angela, and my neighbor Angela was lesbian, and my cousin Angela is a crackhead. Um, sorry, Angela, I know you're not listening to this. They both got married the same year to Ashley's. <laughs> and wow. I could not keep their goddamn Facebook straight because they both changed their last names. Jesus. <laughs> oh. All right, well. <laughs> uh, but this is, yeah, where we're introduced to the BIM marks, which are basically these fucking stickers people put on their foreheads or whatever to show that they're they're down with bim more on that later mm. uh, but alfie and bibby uh apparently arrived to this party as the guest of honor what but they were booed off stage Boo! and uh yeah but boogalow sees real potential in them steve yeah that's why he uh, introduces them to one of his top acts dandy and pandy yeah cause... who immediately are like we're gonna fuck these two. Oh yeah yeah. Oh, oh, Alfie's like, I don't drink, especially these kind of parties kind of thing. But Bibby's like, yeah, I'll take some of that. And then, uh, what's his nuts? Dandy is like, well, here, let me show you the penthouse. Here, try some pills. And they start kissing. And I, I don't know. He's like, well, gotcha. <laughs> and then they yeah, s- she falls down the, she falls down the sex, drugs, and rock and roll tunnel before she even gets famous. Yeah. Right? Oh, she wants into this life. Uh, no, gonna, they just start like immediately dancing and then uh doing the song uh made for me and it's basically like so we're gonna fuck now <laughs> also um 
anything, I'll just say, hot take out of the gate, anything's better than Alfie. True, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, every every line he says, he's like, I made a song! They're gonna like my song! <laughs> he just sounds so, oh, it's just, it's the worst. <laughs> yeah. So somehow this uh, dollar store Roger Daltrey's uh, <laughs> moving in on his girlfriend. Yeah, you were made for me, created for me. And then, like, they're, uh, they're, you know, doing their thing, and then it, like, instantly, like, as they're, like, in bed, like, it opens up and everybody's there, or, or like, they're kissing and, like, everybody's there watching them, like, hey, applause or something. That was very weird. Yeah. Uh, so, then around this time, we find out what BIM is. BIM is Boogalo International Music. I didn't know it before this mm. point, so I had to write it down. And, uh, Alfie and Bibby, they, uh, they basically go to the music company. And they're in, like, the waiting room, like, oh, we have an appointment with Mr. Boogalo. And, like, oh, yes, right over here with literal clowns. <laughs> yep. And, and I love how, like, the, uh, Alfie's, like, trying to strike up conversation with, like, the one guy who's not a clown. He's like, uh, what are you here for? I represent Ballet 2000. Who? Cue the music video. <laughs> Which, by the way, um, the weird, the weird thing. I know I'm going to say the weird thing about this scene, which is insane. But the weirdest thing about this scene to me is cue the music video essentially with Ballet 2000. But like, Boogalow's in that scene. <laughs> yep. But then later they're like, "Oh, Boogalow will see you now in his office." And I'm like, "Wait a second. He was just right there. He was just there. I was just waiting for him to finish the last verse of show business." <laughs> Oh, I need this soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, I am going to say on this song, perhaps recording in, in an abandoned mall was not the best for the audio quality. <laughs> what? Yeah, maybe. Also, this is the first of many times I've written down, fuck your fourth wall. I'm going to Fellini this bitch. Because everybody's like staring directly down the barrel of the camera like, do you get it? It's about mm. show business fucking you over. Mm-hmm. It's about taking advantage of talented people. Yeah, at one point, Boogalow just looks at the camera and says, these are the three rules to get out of school. Number one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, he eventually invites a, you know, they, like, go up to his office, and he's just, like, at his desk, like, just writing shit down. He's like, oh, yes, yes, uh, sign, uh, contract, separate contracts over there. Just go ahead and sign them. We'll start working on your new image. We already have appointments set, blah, blah. He's like, well, wait, we want to, like, get a lawyer and, like, look over these contracts. And he's like, look, you've only got ten minutes until the fitting. So, I mean, sure, do what you got to do, but it's not going to be available after that. <laughs> yeah, well, BB doesn't want a lawyer. She just wants to sign. Yeah, she's like, whatever, dude. I'm signing, and Alfie's like, wait, no, I gotta think about this. Uh, and, th and then they also uh, mention, like, yeah, we're already selling your first album, but we haven't recorded any songs. That's just it. We sell the poster, then we make the movie. I mean album, because we're canon films. <laughs> Hashtag business. They're making business yeah. at the business factory. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> 100% canon made all the posters first. Yeah. <laughs> Including this one. They're like, it's called <laughs> The Apple. <laughs> all right, get to work. Uh, shit, we need to find somebody to write this down. What's my secretary's name again? <laughs> we'll give her a part in the movie, too. I don't know. 
<laughs> my secretary, you mean the seventh one we've been through in three weeks because of all the allegations? Yes, yes. That's why, that's why I have to ask you which one's still around. I don't have time for this. I've already got five movies being made. <laughs> Sir, your hand is on her right now. Ah, damn oh. it, number eight. Get her in here. What's your name, sugar tits? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, my Iranian accent spot on. <laughs> yeah. It's as good as my, uh, it's as good as Nathan and I's Japanese accents. <laughs> Man, I am going as I live and breathe. <laughs> oh my God, it's great to see you in here. <laughs> oh shit, you guys feel that? It's an earthquake <gasps> or a tornado or something. Something's going on in this office and I don't know what it is. Right. Also, mm. just real quick. What is Alfie's accent? Canadian. I don't know. No, it's not. <laughs> Guaranteed. I'm telling you right now, it's not. It's not. It's not some sort of like swollen moose jaw accent. Or... No, it's like it's. Ugh, I thought he was Australian at yeah. first. Right? Yeah, he was like trying to do the American accent, but he's like, I don't know, Slovenian or something. He's like, I do not want to sign this contract. It's like, <laughs> well, that's why every line was just like, I don't want to sign this contract. <laughs> it just sounded so crazy. Like, it's almost like the, the some of the, you know, the singing in this movie where they're like, you know, they're kind of yell singing. It's kind of like hair metal. That was kind of his delivery when he talked. Yeah. <clears throat> Brutal. <laughs> oh, but yeah. So, yeah, this earthquake thing's going on and you get some weird dream vision. And then, uh, he, oh. yeah, he's basically saying like, oh, no, he's the devil. <laughs> well, I guess we're not quite right, there. This but... devil makeup. Yeah. Cuz okay. yeah, cuz it's like cuz uh Mr. Bo- Boogaloo or whatever is at the table and he turns around and he's in the full makeup. Yeah, 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 the second yeah. earthquake, yeah. And it's just like, honey, you need a blender stick. <laughs> he also only has one horn, by the way. Well, yeah, he's not full evil yet. Yeah, I'm just saying. He's, he's just one horn. He never has two. Well, he's also got his loyal army of mogs uh running around hell with him and and Mr. Snake in the full snake makeup. Also, guys, I just want to, um, just as a bit of a disappointment here, there is like literally nothing about this guy from the Apple because he's been in this movie, and that's it. And he do- he doesn't he doesn't have anything on his IMDb page, and he doesn't have a Wikipedia page, so I have oh, no idea. George Gilmore. Yep. Oh shit! He's a one and done. So no oh, idea gosh. how old he is, where he's from. He could be an alien for all we know. Shit, that's that's oh probably my God, what it you is. Guys, he's Tommy Wiseau's dad. Please. <laughs> <laughs> well, based on the end of this movie, I mean, I think we know where he ends up. <laughs> Everyone in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, yeah, whole uh, devil down in hell, uh, the snake bringing the apple, and you know, here, taste the apple, sexy apple. Wait, put it in your mouth and. Wait, 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 wait. Are you saying... No, that's too... No, it's really subtle. Is this supposed to be Adam and Eve? My next note is, fuck your subtext. This is... (laughs) (laughs) This is a metaphor. Take a little chance. Do Do the the apple apple dance. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and as I've written down, uh, this is nuts, but I actually like this one. (laughs) Uh, This is... This might be my favorite song because it's so ridiculous. Yeah. I love it. And then, so yeah, this whole like five minute thing down in hell, then it's like, snap, back to the office and everybody's like, you, you okay, everybody's buddy? staring you... at him like he's just where been you, like, where have you been? 
And, you know, Bibby's, like, signing the contract, and he's like, no! And, like, storms the fuck out of there. And Bibby's like, oh, oh come on. Uh, come back. Uh. And then Dandy and Pandy are like, you don't need that cunt anymore. <laughs> You're one of us. Here, have some champagne. By the you way. Cocaine? Which, by the way, everyone on this set said yes. Um, yes, absolutely. <laughs> but also, if I'm if I'm that character that George Gilmore was playing, and Pandy is trying to seduce me, I'm signing that contract. Hell yeah, right? Pandy Holy is shit. Dandy, no wait. Pandy. No. Pandy <laughs> and Dandy. Look, they can both get it. Yeah, well, for real, yes. But yeah, Pandy uh, can watch. Pa- pa- Pandy <laughs> is Pandy is where it's fucking at though. Oh, her when her song comes up. <laughs> oh boy. I had to. Speaking of fuck your subtext. Oh my god. Oh, and Tubi pulled the greatest stunt ever during that song. Oh, yeah. That's wrong. <laughs> we'll get to it. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so anyway, yeah, uh, Dandy and Penny kind of stop Bibby and they're like, oh, come on, let's just go get that contract signed and let's get you fitted for your new image. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We then cut to one of the weirdest songs ever in a while because it's basically a reggae song being sung by <laughs> Mr. Boogaloo. <laughs> How to be a master. And it's basically, what if Dracula sang a reggae song? Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> I believe one of the lines is also, slaves are guaranteed. Oh, yeah. He's also working out in full tuxedo. Yes. <laughs> That's how a master does it. <laughs> you want to be a master. I know how to be a master. <laughs> and he only says that conservatively 868 times. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's the equivalent of boom, blick, 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 in a reggae song. It just yeah. keeps repeating. I mean, it's the equivalent of like Bim's on the way from the beginning of the movie. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> I get a uh, scene where the song is like coming to an end, and it's supposed to fade out, and I'm just like, okay, we should have faded out by now. <laughs> it's still going. He's like, no, no, we need three more minutes for this movie. When you are hey, master, hey, hey. <laughs> and then, uh, then yeah, we're uh, we're starting uh, Bibby's world tour, mm. and uh, we cut to her singing the song "Speed." Yeah, I America wonder what that song speed. was about. <laughs> it's definitely not about popping Everybody pills. Wants speed, even bikers <laughs> need speed. Even trackers want speed. Pumping power. I suck your dick for some speed. Doesn't she say pumping power by the hour? Speed. Yes. <laughs> and kudos to Catherine Mary Stewart for, I mean, it's not incredible dancing, but God damn it, she's got energy when she's doing oh, this. Oh, yeah. One. Oh, yeah. And, and Look, kudos. The, the lyrics are ridiculous, but she's singing it well. Yeah. Kudos to the Boy. amazing motorcycles on stage. Yes. <laughs> and the All Leather Boys. For this month, Steve, every musical has had motorcycles. Oh, shit. You're right. Oh, wow. It's the fourth in a row. <laughs> Hopefully that continues the whole month. Oh my god. But you know which one didn't have a motorcycle? Hmm. The next one, Under the Cherry Moon. <gasps> That's weird. Yeah, it did. I mean, there were plenty right? of Purple Rain, but he, he drives around in a Buick in the, that one. Oh yeah. Is that... Oh yeah, that movie is kind of weirdly a musical. I forgot about that. I, uh, yeah. uh, well, well, next week! No. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so yeah, after we hear about... Uh, you know, Bibby and Speed! Speed! Uh, we then cut to, I, I don't know, a city in uh, post-war Germany. Uh, where, oh, bless you. Excuse me. 
where uh, we see a lady with groceries being stopped by a cop like hey where's your bin mock and she's like wait what what the fuck are you talking about mm-hmm. like you gotta have a bin mock otherwise i gotta write you a ticket I, eh? I, I was, at the post office i was shocked i was shocked guys that, there, that, the, that the cop didn't suddenly go like you know you gotta wear a bin mock if you're gonna be in my town <laughs> true and then every now is this alfie's mom because she goes home and uh you know just starts unloading groceries and alfie's there like playing on a guitar or some shit oh steve it's his landlady yeah she's just mothering him today yeah i was gonna say steve i thought it was his mom too until he full-on grabbed her tits yes that was where i was like what and he's like oh don't worry i'll have red for you soon as soon as i sell a song you know (laughs) <laughs> but, it, but i also like how like right before that she all she's also like what the hell happened to your bed <laughs> i'm like where is this going i also said does he live with her apparently like i, I just, think is he just a border like is he just renting a, a non-existent non-bordered room in that, in that apartment yeah, it, it used to be like her sewing room or something but she's like yeah for 300 a month you know right and, he gets very close to her when he's singing that song. And I, I actually thought I was like, this is the relationship I want. Yeah. Oh, you mean the song, Where Has Love Gone? Also, he thinks this is going to be the big song that he sells, but like, it's very personal and directed at one person. Yeah. <laughs> like it's... Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, while he's singing it, we see like this montage of him like taking this slow ass people mover and all this <laughs> stuff. And, and everyone now, this is the future at the Montreal Mall. No. Actually, guys, do you want to know where this movie was filmed? Where gonna... was this movie filmed, Steve? Any guesses? I'm going to guess like Iran or something. Close. Is he? Is I have real. no fucking idea. West Berlin. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. West Berlin. And as soon as I found that out, I was like watching this movie. I'm like, all right, I see it. Wait a second. <laughs> like whenever it shows the city. Okay, hold on. Now, hist. Now, now, um, my history is not good. Is West Berlin the one that was like ravaged, or was it East Berlin that people were trying to get out of? East Berlin is the uh, the communist one. People are trying to escape. West Berlin is the okay. one you could shoot an American movie in. Okay, okay. So, okay, because if you would, that would have been wild if it was filmed in East Berlin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which again, Somebody had some contacts. Would not have shocked me because in several times in this movie, it looks like there could very well be someone just off camera holding a gun to the actors. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I said, make it funny. Yeah. boy, it was sparkles. <laughs> Put more shit on his teeth. Yeah. So then we cut to the recording studio and, uh, they're, uh, you know, where he's sing- you know, finishing up his uh, Where's Love Gone song. And uh, they're like, yeah, it's not what we're looking for. And he's like, well, well, what are you looking for? Like, dude, look a fucking around, man. Bim's the kind of stuff Bim sells. That's what's selling. Not your John Denver shit. <laughs> yeah, and he has a full meltdown. Yeah. Oh, he goes and pouts in the park. And then, yeah, the cop comes by. And I'm like, hey, where's your Bim mock? <laughs> and <laughs> once again... In my town, you gotta have a bim mark. <laughs> yeah, I know. Not another number. Get out of here. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, I, like the over the the sirens, the loudspeakers throughout the town. It's like, all right, everybody, prepare for the bim hour at four o'clock. 
Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> no, it's not quite Halloween 3, but it's like, because everybody's like, remember, Bim believes in personal fitness, so we'll be, everyone will be dancing, oh, even the like, nuns. Like, do the, we're doing this for you. Yeah. We even see, like, the, the most flamboyant firefighters I've ever seen in my life dancing around as a, as a building's burning down. Oh, yeah, and, and a bunch of doctors who are performing, like, emergency surgery. <laughs> yeah. And what's the other one? Oh, there's like a Coca-Cola bottling plant where they just stop working too. Right. Yeah. 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 And so, uh, yeah, we get that for a bit. Uh, you know, hey, 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 Bim's, Bim's on, on the, the way. way. Yeah. Hey, 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 Bim's on the way. And then we find out, hey, Bibby's a star. And there's all these fans, you know, after a concert, like waiting Bibby, for her. And uh, Alfie's there too. And he's like, Bibby. Baby, can you see me, baby? And baby's like, wait, Alfie? And then, like, the goons are instantly like, all right, get in the car. And then, like, they just go and just beat Alfie's ass. Oh, and they're still mogs. They still have the bulldog teeth and all that. Oh, okay. So (laughs) it was, like, subtle earlier in the movie. The guy had, like, you know, the big jaw out. And I'm like, okay, so he's supposed to kind of look like a bulldog. But by the end of the movie, yeah, he has the teeth and everything. Yeah. I'm like, what? It looked like he just got a, a bunch of, like, like some shitty plastic vampire teeth and put it in upside down. Yeah. <laughs> he just went to the dollar I'm sure store. That's just what they did. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. Canon films. I'm sure that's what they did. Yeah. But yeah, maybe drives off and then yeah, we get you know, some sad song from her. Well, of course, while she's undressing called cry for me. Yeah. And uh... <laughs> your love was no match for their evil. Yeah. And we see like Alfie, he's just like bleeding in the rain as he's like crawling home. <laughs> and uh, as I read that, did he get beat up more? Because, <laughs> but then he's like, well, no, the rain's like making the blood flow, like run down his face. Like, oh, okay, okay, all right, we'll, we'll buy it. But he looks like he got jumped by like eight dudes in a bar and right? left for dead. Mm-hmm. And then we, uh, yeah, we go to his apartment and there's like fucking bongos and. Like a poster of some oiled up dude, which, you know, that's cool. That's your thing. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Live your best life. Hey, it's 1994. There's no rules anymore, man. Yeah, see, he wanted Dandy. That's why he's really mad. Oh, shit. That, that actually <laughs> would make more sense. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't get Dandy, but he gets Pandy later. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, we're almost there. Yeah. All right, so. <laughs> Steve's favorite song of the movie. So the landlady, like, wakes him up the next morning, and apparently she, like, broke down the door, too. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I want to to see that scene. I want to see her, like, my baby's in trouble! Yeah, she's like, I thought you were dead. Now you gotta pay me some rent. But (laughs) here's the I'm gonna make you feed you some soup. What kind of soup is this? It's chicken noodle! If you're gonna die, can you jump off a bridge so people don't ask me if I murdered my tenant for, like, 20 years? Guys, fun fact, that landlord was the inspiration for Harley Quinn. Oh my god! It's so exciting and my personality is based on an egg sandwich. <laughs> so so that night, Alfie decides, hey, I'm going to go to a gay bar. No. Um, <laughs> that's what it looks like for the first couple minutes Ooh. of this scene. He's just like walking in everybody's like, ooh, what's this guy doing here? <laughs> uh, but yeah, a lot of people uh, you know, are dressed in drag and whatnot. Uh, and then, yeah, Pandy pops out of nowhere, like, oh, hey. Hey, girl. Can I, can I get you a drink? And he's like, oh, I don't know, maybe a scorch. <laughs> like, oh, actually, 
Give him one of my special drinks. And I'm like, he's about to get fucking Cosby'd. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but who's the bartender, Brendan? Uh, who was the bartender, Brendan? <laughs> it was Joe Pittman from the Daily Post from earlier. He works for BIM now. Oh, I thought that was the other guy that walks over. Oh, maybe it was. No, no, no. He, the... well, so there's a bartender and then there's a waiter. Uh, but yeah, I thought they were both the like waiter. reporters or whatever. Yeah, they yeah, were yeah, both yeah. like from, they were both at the party. Right. I thought the guy who walks over the second the second guy who walks over says Joe Pittman. I don't remember who the first guy's supposed to be. I, I think it was like another reporter that was like, mm. uh, "What do you what What are your thoughts on slavery? Wait, what? <laughs> I heard a really controversial song about being a master. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to ask this question in front of Pandy. But... <laughs> right. Oh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I I read the room. Am I right? Anyway, what else? What else? Yeah, but uh, but then we see, yeah, so like Dandy's there, all these guys, and then Mr. Boogalow's there, and I realize, wait, is this his fucking office? Because he's like at a desk and like doing paperwork or something. And I'm like, uh, okay, this is cool. Yeah, they cut the part where he just puts his face into a mountain of cocaine like fucking Tony Montana. Yeah! <laughs> Time to powder my nose and eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> but then... And then, like, uh, yeah, like, the Cosby, I guess, has taken effect, and they're, like, talking telepathically at first to one another, like, tell me where baby is, like, you don't really want to know where baby is, or, what, what? Are you, are you, are you, are you talking to me with your mind right now? (laughs) But then they actually move their lips and stuff, because, yeah, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like it was just bad ADR. Probably, but, you know, like, he's the devil! No, (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it was. I feel like it was just um, ADR that they literally forgot to get the actors to mouth, <laughs> or they tried to hide their mouths as much as possible. True, true. Uh, uh, Brendan, uh, what uh, dare I ask? What happens immediately after the Cosby tends to 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 take effect? Oh, Pandy starts to sing this seduction song that is. Uh, has a few references to sexual intercourse. You don't say. Drain what? every drop of your love. Every inch of it. I'm actually trying to find the lyrics right now. Feel me coming, coming for you. Let me tempt you and tease you and pet you and please you and squeeze every inch of your love. Let me show you things you never dreamed of. I'm coming, coming, coming. All right. Uh, coming coming for you coming come and take me and shape me and mold me and make me and fill me with your fire come do anything to me your little heart desires and 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 do they fuck (laughs) everywhere oh wait sorry no i (laughs) i genuinely asking because when she has that turn later and, you know, she ends up helping BB. I was like, oh, did Alfie's spunk, like, cure her of her oh. evil? <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure they fucked and he went to completion. Well, because she says, I can tell he loves you. And it's like, wait, wait, 
Wait, wait. <laughs> how could you tell if he just laid there and fucked you and finished? Like she's like, I could tell by the way he finished. He was, it was a very uncomfortable finish. I could well, tell by think... the 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 ropey jets of semen, <laughs> yeah, ropes and ropes of yogurt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Brendan, I believe the third verse of the song will help clarify. Oh, okay. uh, make it harder and harder, faster and faster. And when you think you can't keep it up. I'll make it deeper and deeper, tighter and tighter, and drain every drop of your love. By the way, again, Pandy, yes. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so yeah, they bang. Uh, oh, and while they do it, like, there's interpretive fuck dancing by, like, six other couples yes. going on around yes. us. <laughs> that and was then, great. And then I assume... About 30 seconds after finishing, Alfie, like, wakes up and is like, oh, I gotta go! And, like, instantly bails. I'm like, oh, that's rude, dude. <laughs> and he's got, like, kaleidoscope vision walking through the party. And he's like, Bibi, Bibi, where are you, Bibi? Uh. And then he, like, just barges in a door and, oh, there's Bibi probably recently plowed by Dandy. And yeah. this is where on Tubi it popped up in the corner saying, Rated PG. <laughs> Had not said it the, the entire, the entire the movie. movie, but it popped up. Red is like it showed them in the bed. It was like rated PG. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it is though. That's the weirdest part. Oh, it totally is. Yeah, it was a 1980 PG. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we didn't have PG 13 yet. I'm surprised. I'm surprised we didn't see penetration. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, to be to be fair. To be fair. fair. I don't believe there's any, like, full-on nudity. So, I think they can get away. Like, if it was today, it would be PG-13, 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. And there'd be ropes and ropes of yogurt on all the sheets. Right. Uh, I don't know if that... (laughs) I don't know if that would happen. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, anyway... Somebody skips rope with ropes of yogurt. Yeah. So yeah, it's at this point Alfie just like flat out like passes out, and I assume he just wakes up in the park. So I assume they just like, all right, who's gonna dump this fool in the park? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guy can't hold his you know mezcal or whatever the fuck. But it's good that he gets woken up by the guy who I'm assuming just came back from the porn shoot porn parody of uh, Lord of the Rings. Yes, Gandalf the Hung. Well, he's like, and, and the fact that he has a knife, it's like they just, he just showed up to the porn parent and he's like, uh, I don't know, uh, I've never seen uh, Lord of the Rings before. He has a knife, sure. <laughs> Add that to the character. <laughs> he brought it from home, why not? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's basically like, oh, you look like you're having a rough time, buddy. Why don't you come with me? It's a hippie commune. Hey. Sorry, we I'm just now hang just... out in the park and sometimes in the sewers. And in the cave under the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just picturing now that scene in Lord of the Rings where he's like, you have my bow and my axe and my knife. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a knife. <laughs> this is a knife. Whoa, Gandalf, that's a biggie. Whoa. <laughs> oh, I could see your wizard staff's bigger than, my, bigger than I am. That's why they call me Gandalf the Wide. <laughs> Gandalf mm. the Wide. <laughs> 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 Isn't that right, dildo backends? Yeah. <laughs> dildo backend? 
Oh, guys, what are we talking? Lord of the Rings? No. Um. <laughs> Can we watch Lord of the Cock Rings? I'm sure that's a movie. <laughs> of course. Oh my. Uh, so yeah, Bibby wakes up with a hangover, and she's like, "Oh God, what have I done? I had the weirdest dream last night that Alfie was here." <laughs> and Pandy's like, "Yeah, about that." Oh, he was here. Oh, not only that, some of them still here. <laughs> no, I don't know. He but, plowed the shit out of me. That's right. Oh, man. Have you heard my song? Uh, but he's like, yep, he was here. And, uh, you know, Pandy's like, go to him. If you truly love him, go to him now. And uh, Mr. Shake is like, what did you say, bitch? Slap. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, is at this time I noted uh, Mr. Shake's amazing stories jacket that he was wearing. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, basically what's going on from here? Yeah, the cops, uh, roll in in the park on the commune and they're, they're basically like, oh yes, the, <laughs> yeah, I, I have a, the note written down. Why are there like six boobs on the top of the police van? <laughs> like, uh, it looks like a nursing cat. <laughs> Cause everything you see reminds you of her? I'm sorry, the, the pink, uh, pink domes with little nipples on top of them. <laughs> yes, they did remind me of boobies. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, the cops chase them off. But yeah, as as they're like you know scattering, they're like, "Oh, we usually hang out in the cave under the bridge. See you there if you want to hang out with us, bro." Yeah. <laughs> I think also the scariest part of the movie is when we find out that there's a bachelor quarter of the hippie cave. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> oh, he's over by the bachelor quarter. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, the ones that haven't paired off yet, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, no no dividing line, no divider separating any of these quarters. <laughs> it's all the uh, honor system. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Brendan, weird idea. More guys yeah. are into the whole free love thing than women. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's really strange. Yeah. Weird. It's very lopsided in that cave. Right, it's it's a real a lot of carrots in that stew. <laughs> and hey, if you're into that, let it be your thing. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> the bachelor corner for you. <laughs> uh, so yeah, what happens? Yeah, baby decides to leave, and they're like, "Yeah, sure, go, whatever." Uh, then as soon as she leaves, uh, Pandy gets slapped again, <laughs> mm. and then starts singing about how she found herself apparently on the backhand of Mister Shake and with uh, uh, Alfie's jism. I don't know. Yes, I believe one of the lyrics is "Help me see, child of love." Yeah. Oh, apparently he fucks some sense to her. That's cool. Yeah. So, so yeah, Bibby runs over to Alfie's apartment and like runs into the landlady, so, like, "Where's Alfie? Where's Alfie?" Oh, I don't know. He's hanging out with them bums under the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, the, uh, the 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 giant hobo guy finds Bibby along the way. He's like. Oh, yes, you're looking for Alfie, right? How did you know? Huh? He's like, yes, come with me. I've heard all about you, baby. Yes. Come with me, Hobbit. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go into the cave. <laughs> and, and, uh, then, and then... Oh, go ahead. But oh, I was just going to say, the moment in this movie that is pure cinema is when... Uh, uh, is when Alfie removes BB's bib mark. It's just... It's just... Uh, it, it, beautiful. Ask me what it means. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, they go down into the cave and uh, 
they're like, oh, nobody knows who you are because we don't even like television down here. And they're all singing this child of love chant. Yes. And yeah, the bin market's taken off and they kiss and they hug and blah, blah, blah. The hippie starts swaying. And then it's stopped by the clacking of like riot gear of uh, the riot cops showing up. Clack, 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 clack. And yep. apparently a year has passed. Yeah. What? Okay. <laughs> Because he had a full beard, and I was like, that's not him, though. Why does she say that that's her husband? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, excellent. I have some random hippie be that. Oh, wait, I think that's him wearing a bad beard. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Mr. Boogaloo and his crew basically show up with the help of the riot cops, and they're like, is Bibi Phillips here? <laughs> You're harboring a criminal. She owes us $10 million. <laughs> And, and the big guy's like, 10 million, is that all? And I'm like, yep, 1994 inflation, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they all start, they have a good hearty laugh about it, and everyone gets uh, arrested. Yeah, maybe he's going to get rounded up, and uh, it's okay, because Mr. Tops is coming. And I'm like, wait, what the fuck are we talking about now? But then, oh boy, Brendan, what happens? <laughs> <laughs> well... In one of the greatest special effects in, in cinematic history, we see a uh, a car, like a Cadillac, I guess. Oh, it's a Rolls Royce, baby. It's a Rolls Royce. Appears oh, in the sky. Like a, like a translucent Rolls Royce <laughs> appears in the sky. And this man in like all white walks out. And I guess he's Mr. Tops. And guys, I'm just going to say... Hot take here. I think he's supposed to be Jesus or God. What? Oh no, he's God. He's he's like God himself. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> I said this earlier, and I'm gonna say it again. When he walks, he looks so uncomfortable in that suit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah he, he, he looks like if I take too big of a step, it's just gonna rip in half. It's like so right. tight in some places. Yeah. Somebody, somebody in Canada definitely bought, heard the wrong size, bought it, and was like, you know what? I'm not getting a second one. Oh, you said forty-four. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my bad. Try not to make too many moves. <laughs> T- tell you what, I'll try stapling it in the back. Just, just don't do too much. All right. When you walk, can you look like you have, like, I don't know, a giant stick in your ass? <laughs> I think I can do that. <laughs> so, yeah, oh. basically, uh, uh, Mr. Tops comes up and, like, confronts Mr. Boogaloo, and he's like, uh, up to your old tricks again, a devil. No, he doesn't say devil, but. And, uh, and then, basically, Mr. Tops is like, no, it's okay, children, you're free. And they basically all walk to heaven in the rapture. I yeah, don't, and I, yeah. I I don't know. They're God and uh, or yeah, Mister Tops and Mister Boogaloo are like talking, like, oh, where are you taking them now, Tops? Like, maybe to a new planet, away from your pollution. You can't have place without me. Well, it's worth a shot, isn't it? The apple, taste the apple. Roll credits, guys. That's the fucking movie. Not where I thought it was going. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we call a hard M. Night swerve. Right when there, I man. first saw this movie, and, okay, for a movie to, to like, uh, surprise you is one thing. For a movie to surprise you at minute 77 of 82 is something else. Because I was like, how is this movie still throwing me curveballs? Like, a, a giant car in the sky and God comes down and saves everyone. Sure, whatever. You, you may say they were throwing apples at you. Hey, you may, you may say that yes 
So, Brendan, what did you think of the Apple? Oh, man. If you're hearing this description and you're like, this can't possibly exist, you need to watch this movie. Yeah, there's Everybody, stuff we missed. <laughs> yeah, there's stuff we didn't even... We didn't even go deep on everything because there's so much in this fucking hour and 20 minute movie there is so much happening and the musical numbers are insane and everything is crazy it does look like a lot of work went into it i will say but oh absolutely yeah <laughs> in a way that makes no sense so yeah everyone <laughs> should watch this fucking thing it's crazy uh babe how about you oh do the apple uh take a little chance and do the apple dance absolutely this movie's phenomenal i love that it's batshit crazy it's so much fun (laughs) yeah guys it's on tubi you could do worse for 82 minutes it's it's absolutely nuts the the songs they'll have you scratching your head at times but the ones that hit hit (laughs) here's the thing even the ones that have you scratching your head they're, they're catchy yeah well yeah yeah, get the soundtrack too. No, every, I I will make a guarantee here on this podcast. Every I will say every five minutes at the least you'll you'll look at the screen and say, "What?" Uh, that's so true. Well, on that note, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. What? <gasps> but when we come back, <gasps> we have more beer, what? fun facts, <gasps> and what we learned from the apple, sexy apple. Taste the apple! Taste the apple! Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment, action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Metahuman Affairs or DMA and check it out right now. Hey everybody, are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays? Do you like supporting the arts? Well then you need to check out untidyvenus.etsy.com, the top one-stop shop that always pops her top. Are you a fan of dinosaurs? Snacks? Dinosaurs made out of snacks? Movie monsters? Unicorns? Cats? Dogs? Rats? Shrimp? Pokemon? Tie-dye? Paracord bracelets? Paracord dog leashes? Enamel pins? Coloring books? Block prints? Watercolor? Pet portraits? Buttons, magnets, stickers, bottle openers, artist trading cards, or really anything else that's awesome? Then stop on by untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. New items are popping up all the time, so be sure to follow her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at untidyvenus. Or visit her website at izzycreates.com for the latest. Did I mention the Snackosaurs? How about Gary the Unicorns? Untidyvenus.etsy.com, the goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Check it out now. Hi, I'm Brendan. And I'm Jason. 
And we host a podcast called Full Screen and Country. And what do we do on this podcast, Jason? We talk about the best British films of all time as voted by British people in the British year of 1999. The BFI Top 100, to be exact. 100 movies. So with each episode, we talk about a movie on the list, historical significance, if it holds up, etc., etc., etc. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all that good stuff. Wherever podcasts are sold, sold, sold. Hey everybody, this is Jason. And Jeff. And Blake. And we're the History of Bad Ideas podcast. And if you like hearing uh, geeks talk about Fisto from He-Man. Or zombies, or dragons, or zombie dragons. I was given copy to read, but it's a piece of crap. So if you just like any geek or any fun stuff, just listen. We drop every Wednesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Tangent Bound Network, or WeBeGeeksPC.com. Oh, God, I'm out of here. And remember to wear a coat. Hey, Stephen Izzy, it's your old pal Mark Summers from the Nickelodeon Days, Double Dare, and many other shows. But uh, I'm here to say everything I learned from movies is unbelievable. What a great job you guys have done. Please tell me you don't feed Twinkies to the cats. And we're back. Oh, my God, Steve. Those are the greatest ads that have added in the history of adding. And subtracting, too. Ah, he said it. <laughs> All the math. That's right. If you hear any squeaking in the background, that is the puppy, Sushi, playing with the toy. Aww. Yeah, little Sushi. The puppy. Had him about a month now. Yes, now he's going to show us all his bad habits. Yeah, it's going to be great. He, yeah, he feels have, he feels comfortable enough to make us want to throw him outside. Yeah, have have fun with that age. <laughs> what seven months old? It's a perfect age, right? This is when they're good dogs. Not mine when they is, become velociraptors. <laughs> mine is six months, and uh, he's just escalating every month. Oh yeah, until about a year and a half, two two years. Yep. They're they're complete lunatics, and it makes you think like, God damn it, why didn't I adopt an old dog that was already good? <laughs> And then, and the, but at the same time, they know just when to be the most adorable thing ever. Yes! It's how they stay alive, just like children. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike Mr. Pickles, who does not know when to stop. Oh, the nasty, nobody want him no more. Ain't that right, Pickles? Yeah. Salty Pickles. Stinky Pickle! Ah, oh, babe, I don't know about you. I'm a little thirsty. I'm a little sober. Oh, we'll see what we got to take care of that. Oh, you didn't go with the other one. <clears throat> What other one? I thought you were going to get the pickle beer. So I was giving oh, you a no, pickle no. intro. No. Uh, there's still time if you want to go grab it. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's do this. Okay, okay. Uh, from Moab Brewing, we have their Rocket Bike Amber Lager. Take that rocket bike straight to heaven and the rapture. Woo! Because uh, you need speed. That's right. Speed. Pump and power. Oh, actually. By the hour. Our steam beer is a unique 100%. <laughs> American brewed with special strain of lager yeast that works better at warmer temperatures. This method dates back to the late 1800s in America when refrigeration was a great luxury. Amber in color, medium bodied with a malty character, mildly fruity with an assertive hot bitterness, and a crisp, clean finish. Enjoy. So, this isn't amber lager, this is a Kelly Common. Yeah, it's a steam beer. Thank you, uh, thank you, Sam. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, somehow it's, it started as Catherine Mary Stewart and ended up Sam Elliott. Who knew? It happens to the best of us. Right. Uh, my top? Oh, it's top. Oh. And I'm coming. Pump that power by the hour. Mm, 
speed. Every ounce of my leg. Oh, yeah. Beautiful amber-colored beard. Just gotta squeeze it out of there. Has an off-white foamy head. Lots of tiny bubbles. Tiny bubbles. Squeezing it out of me. Smells like a Kelly Common. It's kind of biscuity, a little malty on the nose. You get that, like, cereal note. Not too hot forward. Yeah. a stinky pickle in my lap. Stinky pickles messing with my beard. Yeah, and I bet, yeah, a little malt forward, uh, just mm-hmm. a little bit of hops. Yeah. Yeah. I if you've it. had Anchor Steam, this is very similar. It is delicious. Go get one. Mm-hmm. 5% alcohol by volume. Moab Brewery. Rocket Mike Amber Lager. Woo! Uh, would either of you be interested in any fun facts about this movie? Only if they're super fun facts, because they're fun, fun facts. Yeah, I'm in. Excellent. All right, guys. Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> What do you think the critics thought of the apple? Uh, Brendan, would you like to go first? I'm going to say 20. Izzy? I'm going to go with my super generous 17%. Ooh, Brendan's closer at 27% with the critics. Buttocks. Nobody gives a fuck about the critics. Fuck those critics. How, how How many critics? Like five? Uh, yeah, it was probably one of those, like, two out of seven. Yeah. And it was kind of a big thing in 19... Well, as far as, like, wide release or whatever, right? Yeah, I still feel like it could be, like, very few. <laughs> yeah, probably. But what about that audience score? Since everybody should watch this Woo! movie. I feel like it's not very high. 35. <laughs> Is he? Oh, you know what? I am hoping this could be, like, 75. Like, the people who rated this are the people who are just, like... Fuck yeah, America. <laughs> America movie. via Canada, filmed in Berlin. Yeah. Uh, uh, it is 49% with the audience, so Brendan was a little closer. But yeah, fitty fitty, basically. Either you like it or you don't. $5 million budget. Um, could not find the worldwide gross, though. I'm assuming it flopped. Uh, I think it was a pretty notorious flop, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, screenwriters Kobe and Iris Recht set their screenplay in 1984 because of the Orwellian themes in the story. However, director Menahem Golan decided the year was too close in 1980, uh, in which they were currently living, so he pushed it to 1994. All right. There you go. Uh, apparently, the, the screenwriters originally conceived the apple in 1977 as a three-act hebrew stage musical about god and the devil but their vision was deemed too elaborate and costly to execute on the stage they showed the screenplay to menhem golan who conceived convinced them to turn it into an english language screenplay and the rex quickly determined their initial vision would not work as a movie so the original story and all 17 existing songs were scrapped wow yeah wonder what those songs were like. How many of those were about coming? All of them. Yeah, I mean, let's see. Three-act Hebrew stage musical. At least 12 of them. Yeah. They they also... You should have seen the original Fiddler on the Roof. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> the other five were about things going on sale. No. Uh, <laughs> Steve, cut that. No. Uh, <laughs> Keep it in, you coward! <laughs> Uh, Catherine Mary Stewart learned the music and was working with a vocal coach who was confident she could perform the songs. 
However, the producers got cold feet, hired professional singer Mary Hyland to record the songs, and made Stewart lip sync to Hyland's recordings. Mm. Yeah, she pulled it off pretty well. Yeah. 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 And I seem to remember, like, when we interviewed her, she she was, like, barely 18 when she was in this or something. Yeah. yeah. She seemed to be quite young. Yeah. yeah. Like, alarmingly young. <laughs> like, like, she was hired at... Si- that's right, because she like went to France when she was like fifteen or sixteen to be a model, and it was like within six months. Like, <laughs> yeah, okay. Wait, wait, wait. You guys, check out our interview with Catherine Mary Stewart from what about three years ago, four years ago, maybe. Yeah. Uh, director Menahem Golan had said that the <laughs> has said that when the picture was booed midway through mm-hmm. at the nineteen eighty Montreal Film Festival, he left the theater, went to his hotel. And was preparing to commit suicide by jumping off the balcony when his business partner barged in and stopped him. Yeah, and I also heard that at the premiere they like they were giving out the soundtrack, and the people in the audience were literally throwing the soundtrack at the screen. <laughs> they were throwing at him with some speed. speed. Yeah, this 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 movie with this. It was not a hit. Nineteen eighty. Yeah, it was ahead of its time. I hear you, Brandon. <laughs> sure. Uh, oh, and here we go. As Brandon mentioned, this was the only screen appearance of George Gilmore. Yeah, only thing, only thing Dang. ever. One and done. Hit it out of the park. Batting a thousand. I mean, Woo! you might as well retire on top, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, lady, gentlemen, hmm. we've reached the most important part. <gasps> what did we learn? From the apple. Uh, Brendan, as our guest, would you like to hear Izzy go first? I would be uh, upset if you didn't do that. (laughs) Well, I've said it many times during this podcast, but I learned that you got to take a little chance and do the apple dance. (laughs) And taste the apple. You've said it many times. (laughs) Because it's like my favorite line. (laughs) Uh, Brendan, how about you? Well, I learned that as I was as I was uh, enjoying a nice uh, beverage while I watched this, I need to keep a better eye on my drink because someone's definitely slipped something in there before I watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way I can explain anything that happened. Makes sense. Uh, I learned first you sell the album, then you record the album. Mm. That's how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also learned uh, fuck your fourth wall. I'm going to Fellini this bitch. Yeah. Subtext, get that out of here. I also learned that, um, well, guys, I feel like this movie taught me that I need something in my life. And this is a really emotional moment for me. So please bear with me a moment. Um, but this movie really kind of broke me down. And, and, and I think what it was trying to tell me is that I need a little bit more speed. <laughs> Pump and power by the hour. Uh. <laughs> Well, Brendan, thank you so much for joining us here on Everything I Learned from Movies. Uh, Rumor has it you are also working on a podcast? Yes, it's in development. It's called uh, The Apple Slices. Um, yes. it's, where it's it's a it's a minute it's a by the minute uh, <laughs> yeah, podcast minute, about yeah. the apple. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> this um, movie you could pro- you could do that quite can, successfully. Can I can I get dibs on uh, minute sixty nine, which I believe is when <laughs> uh, Pandy is singing the song? <laughs> I thought you were going to say a minute one to eighty two. <laughs> uh, yeah, you could because every minute you would have seventy two things to discuss. Um, although at one point you'd have to be like, and this is the minute where they just repeat, uh, Bim's on the way. 
minute. It's like minute two through five. Like, yep, it's another one of those. Did you know Bim's still on its way? Still on its way. Hey. <laughs> and at um, this point, we have no idea who the fuck Bim is. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> but yes, I do have a couple of uh, podcasts. I have uh, I have one called What Were They Thinking, which I host uh, with Nathan over on Age of Radio. Big time! <laughs> Uh, of course, on all the podcast apps, uh, you can follow us on social media at WWTT Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Patreon. We're on Facebook, all that good stuff. Um, I also have a, we also talk about bad to questionable, bad to questionable movies. Speaking is difficult today. Um, my, um, <laughs> but my I recommend pod- some speed. <laughs> I should get some speed for my speaking. Um, my other podcast is called For Screen and Contrary. And on that podcast, of which I'm on with Jason, who I understand has been on this show at least once. Possibly twice. Possibly twice? I feel like he's been, yeah, he did the King Kong movie with you, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, King Kong lives. Yeah. Yeah. Um, As uh, as seen in the big hit, which we talked about on (laughs) What Were They Thinking? Just about to say that, yeah, it all connects. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so so Jason and I host uh, For Screen and Country. It's a podcast uh, where we normally talk about British films. Right now, actually, we are talking about British films right now on the Empire Top 100 British Movies list. Um, we've talked about Canadian films, but I mean, you know, pretty goofy. It's not super, it's not a, it's not a stuffy, uh, show. We talk about dicks all the time. Um, <laughs> you can find a lot it, of dicks in that one. There's a lot of dicks. Um, at least two and a, a bunch of guest dicks. Um, but you can find us on uh, Twitter at FSAC pod. Um, we're also on Facebook and uh yeah and uh, age of radio of course and then you can find us on all the other podcast apps so check out both thank you for your time thank you more later uh izzy are you on social media at all i am you can find me everywhere at untidy venus that's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping i'm on all the social medias at untidy venus you can find my goods and wares for sale over at untidyvenus.etsy.com and uh but if you actually like want like a really good deal, just go ahead and message me on Instagram or Facebook because Etsy takes like 60% of my fees now. So screw them. I can give you a better deal just by direct. Uh, also, come join my Patreon at Untidy Venus over on Patreon. For $4 a month, you can join my Sticker of the Month Club. Every month, I will give you a sticker I designed. And at the time of this here recording, I just ordered a ton of new stickers. Oh, yeah, some good ones. Oh, they're going to be so good. Oh, um, so yeah, four dollars a month. Oh, and you get a handwritten card for me. Excellent. Steve. Oh yes. Where can we find you? Everywhere. We're on all the major podcatchers under <laughs> everything I learned from movies. Uh, or you can hit us up directly on Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon at E I L F Movies. That's everything, everything I learned from movies. movies. And uh, since my wife didn't want to bring it up, I'll bring it up for her. My wife. Uh, my wife, uh, she's starting a little Kickstarter here in about a week Heck or yeah. so uh, for some incredibly enamel pins. So Don't worry, wanna... we're putting the money in a man's name so Kickstarter will actually pay us this time. Yeah, exactly. I learned my, my lesson last time. Guys, if you need a man's name to put your Kickstarter under, I'm available. <laughs> or I guess, ladies, if you're like, I guess I should have said it that way. Uh, Steve, fix that in post. Uh, but yeah, check out... Uh, <laughs> check out eilf movies and of course untidy venus yeah. uh where you can see what uh what incredible enamel pins we're yeah making next. so we're I- actually doing back-to-back kickstarters yeah. and the first one guys gals folks 
We're doing spooky Garys. Gary the Unicorn. That's the month of October. We got some spookies. You folks are going to get to vote on Garys. If you donate enough, you can sponsor a Gary. It's going to be amazing. And then we're going to immediately follow that up with some snack stores for Die November. That's right. Do you want a Gary the Unicorn that's also an alien? We can do that if you want to sponsor it. Oh my god, we should do an alien. Yes, you know Gary. Oh, I was thinking like a little green alien with a long time. Oh, we yeah. could also do a Xeno Gary. Or a gray, or uh, one of the yes. little green dudes. Or... Steve, I'm just really excited for your patch edit job of when you put the, the word ladies in at the beginning of what you said earlier. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, ladies. <laughs> Not even. It Steve more likes like... to touch you, the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Future Steve is, has has quite a job in store for him. <laughs> Future Steve's going to leave this all in. You Future know what? Steve doesn't give a fuck. You know what? I'm going to give Future Steve a raise. <laughs> Besides, He's earned it. Steve, you're never, Future Steve, you're never going to be able to link the dog chewing noises in the background <laughs> together properly. <laughs> oh, I just have music playing in the background. That usually cuts it out pretty good. Hey, 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 dog's on his way. I just, I just picture it as soon as the squeaking starts up. Da-da-da-da. The fucking hold music or whatever. That's the girl for me, So yeah, until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. I'm Speed. And I'm also Brendan. And this is Everything I Learned from Movies. Movies. Have a good night, everybody. Hi, everybody. He's got his cheese. He's got his cheese. America, the land of the free, is shooting up with pure energy. Every day she has to take more speed. America, the home of the brave, is popping pills to keep up the pace. And every day she cries out for more speed. From New York out to L.A., everybody does it her way. Popping power by the hour. To get your fix, she'll do anything. There's just one thing that's worth fighting for. It's speed. America, your reds, whites, and blues are in our blood. We're strung out on you. There's just one thing we're all dying for. Speed.